Welcome to the Overcoming Low Self-Esteem Podcast. This podcast is designed to teach you about self-esteem, how we get low self-esteem, what triggers it, what can come from it if we don't heal from it, and of course, how to overcome it. If you enjoy this podcast, please do us a huge favor and rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Please rate and comment. We love your feedback. Your feedback is important to us, and we want to make this podcast a podcast that heals and touches the world. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, if you have ideas, please email us at overcoming at V-A-T-S-J-R.com. That's overcoming at V-T-H-E-A-T-S-J-R.com. That'll also be in the notes. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to the Overcoming Low Self-Esteem Podcast. Today, we're talking about, or the subject is really a recap of what we've already discussed. And in the recording, you will hear me talk about um, what I've learned so far. And one of the things that I say is that I learn or am learning if I'm being an introvert in certain situations or do I feel unworthy in certain situations. And what I mean by that is I am an introvert, um, textbook introvert. I need I need solitude in order to remain sane, I believe. But there are many times where I walk into a room or walk in, into whatever and use my introvertness as a cover-up of what I'm really feeling. And what I'm really feeling is not, not being worthy enough of being in the same room as other people or not feeling good enough to be there. And I recognize that that is a form of low self-esteem. You should always feel like you deserve to be in whatever room you walk into. And I don't mean be following in a cocky way, but own the room when you walk into it. You don't have to draw all the attention and be loud and flamboyant, but you can walk into the room with your head held high and knowing that not only you, not only do you deserve to be there, but people deserve to be in your presence. It's not all, it's an honor to be around people, yes, but you also deserve that honor as well. And when you're low in yourself, when you have low self-esteem, when you have let life beat you down, when you have allowed other people to put their expectations and their standards on you, it's hard to live up to being able to walk into a room and feel like I belong. It's hard to be able to, you know, be around certain people of a certain status and know that you deserve to be there. It's hard to 
perform, whether you're at work or at school or just at home. It's hard to be who you are, be who you're meant to be if you don't believe that you deserve to be there. So I hope that you listen to the following and really internalize it because I struggle, but I still struggle with that. Sometimes I walk into a room with people who I'm friends with today, people who I'm friends with and still feel unworthy. If that unworthiness causes me to shut down or either get angry or makes me want to leave and not be a part of a group. And if you allow it, you will spiral so far out of control that you are no longer part of any circles. And it all, it all goes back to your self-esteem. Do you feel worthy? And if you don't, really focus on that. Really practice that because it is a practice. And just because it comes naturally to some people doesn't mean that it's not work for some of us. And for those of us who has to work at it, it's okay. But know that you're not alone because even in this podcast, even going through, you know, overcoming it, it's still overcoming, meaning I'm still in the process of it. So don't feel alone or don't feel like you're less than or don't let other people make you feel bad because you where you are. It's important to recognize it. And it's important to understand that you can control it and you can change it. So please listen to this podcast. I would love for you to reach out to me and have a conversation. Email me at overcoming at batsjr.com. That email address is also in the show notes. I would love to talk to you. That email is private. It will only come to me and the conversations that we have will stay between you and I. So thank you again. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you enjoy. Atlanta Pudding is amazing. It comes from the heavens. Uh, Zeus, Greek god, made it. Athena sprinkled flavor over it. No, you don't like Atlanta Pudding? Hey, she's not human. Hey, so, hey, me and you, what do you like? Sweet potato pie? I don't have to have a... Can you guys... Coke! Ah, you like Coke. You gotta tell we're in the South, right? But Coke. No one likes to here, give me your Cokes. Your initial reaction is gonna be, wait! I was just drinking this, you know. But you understand what I'm saying. Okay? Alright, good, good. <laughs> She's throwing her bottles right out. <laughs> she can't have Coke. Coke is her thing. Banana pudding, again, Zeus. I think, I think it was like a warrior. I don't even know. I think it's Okay, so she sprinkled love all it's over. Aphrodite. Aphrodite? Okay, Aphrodite is the goddess of love. So. Banana pudding doesn't come from the world. Okay, it came from Saturn. That's how awesome it is. Okay, that, that's the point here. It did not come from planet Earth. It was sent here on comets. It's precious. It's probably not probably came from your grandmother's kitchen. But you understand what I'm saying. That's how awesome it is. Okay, <laughs> good. So how is 
low self-esteem manifested. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Before I answer it, yes, please. I want to make sure that my definition is correct. Manifest as in how does it show up? Yes, how did it show up in the first place? Oh. Yes. I know for me personally, it showed up with being compared to other people, like verbally being compared to other people. Um, looking, looking at other people, wishing I would look that way because I see how people respond to them. Let me ask you a question. Would you, would you look at other people first and compare yourself? Or will you compare it first verbally? It's a tough question to answer for yourself. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Did you compare yourself first? Or did someone tell you you don't compare and then you start comparing yourself? My first real memory of realizing I had self-esteem issues was a vacation in Florida I was seven. Okay. And I was seeing how my I was seeing how my brother's god sister responded to being in a two-piece bathing suit. Okay. And I saw how she looked and how she acted. Okay. I was in a one piece and I wanted a t-shirt on. Okay. Because I didn't sense. think I should be in a bathing suit because my legs were together and hers didn't. My Makes stomach sense. poked out and hers didn't. So, did you do that? Or was it putting you first? And that's what I'm, that's where I, okay. I, I that part I don't honestly don't know. That's good now. That's a great answer. The truth is, I'll come back to that. You over here. How do you think low self-esteem manifests itself? In general. idea where that low self-esteem came from. This is why people like me, people like books and therapists are able to trace back. This is why you struggle with this because you, you, you cut the leaves but you never cut the roots. The truth is that someone put into you that your Barbie wasn't as cute as her Barbie and that your body wasn't as cute as her body before you start comparing. That's the scientific fact. That's, that is the science behind it, is it was put into you first before you start comparing it. You, didn't, you never thought in your life that you were unattractive until somebody told you to. You never hated the way your feet look until someone told you they weren't pretty. You never said to yourself, well, my toenails are dark until someone told you. 
never thought you were overweight until someone told you. Now, here's the tricky part. People tell us things and we don't even know they're telling us. Sometimes people accidentally tell us things and we never knew it happened. I'll give you both examples. You're probably going to fit in the second one because I know you. You're probably fit in the first one because I know you. So here's the first one. Someone tells you, hey, this, whatever that this is, and then it breaks something in your head, uh, opens up a form that you can now create on, and you now take their words into consideration because they're important to you, or you're a child and everything is important to you, or that person's close to you and their opinion matters, and then you take what they said and you now view life through what they have told you. Well, this Barbie isn't cute because it doesn't have straight hair, right? Well, in some cases, our mothers or our parents accidentally taught us their low self-esteem and they have no idea and we have no idea. They get dressed and they say, oh my God, I'm fat. They never told you, baby, you're fat. That's not what they did. They didn't say, oh, Barzaka, you're unattractive. They looked in the mirrors in themselves and said, oh, my God, I'm unattractive. This doesn't fit right. And they complained. They forgot that you were listening. And they also never considered that everyone keeps telling you that you look just like your mother. So when they talk about themselves and say, hey, my thighs are rubbing together. This isn't attractive. And then you go with your limited thinking because you're five, six, seven, eight. Oh, I look just like my mom. If she's not attractive and that's my hero, I must not be attractive. And then you go seek something outside of your, what well, is you and say, that has to be attractive because it doesn't look like me. So someone tells you, you're not smart, you can't read. You're in Sunday school trying to read the King James Version of the Bible and the words are hard and you're a smart kid, but you can't understand thee and thou and haveth. And so you stumble over it and you just start, you've only been reading out loud for like a year and then the Sunday school kids make fun of you. I'm actually talking about a real story. I'm actually talking about me. Right? Sunday school kids make fun of you. And then you convince yourself, I can't read. And you stop reading. You stop talking out loud. Because of what some kids said about you. And that becomes your ideology, your theology, your belief system. You were there to learn about some deity that died on the cross. But what you actually learned is that you're inferior and you deserve to die on the cross. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on. And the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.